Well, hey everybody, it's Stacy P. Locke. So glad you're here for another episode of God, Girlfriends, and Giggles. We're finding out how even in the junk, we can find joy. And remember, laughter is truly the best medicine. there everybody it's Stacy P. Lock woohoo back at you again with another episode of God Girlfriends and Giggles so I hope everybody had a great Christmas with your family and friends and enjoying time together and just maybe some time to relax and sit around the Christmas tree and drinking cocoa with marshmallows and all that wonderful stuff Actually, that's what I got to do with my grandbabies. So, um, my Abigail, she is five. Actually, we have four grandbabies. And um, so, they are um, all December and January babies. And Abigail is our first granddaughter. She turned five on December 5th. And then our sweet little Zella turned four on December 25th, and then Miles Jehu, he turned two on January the 4th, and then our last granddaughter, Ava Lee, turned two on January the 6th. So, not only did we have Christmas with Jesus' birthday, we had all of our sweet little sugar boogers, as I call them, their birthdays as well. So, I'm telling you, it was a little bit much for this yaya because I was buying Christmas presents and birthday presents and trying to keep the birthday Christmas wrapping, the birthday wrapping on the off the Christmas presents and the Christmas wrapping off the birthday presents. So, <laughs> and I'm not going to sit here and say that I got it all right because I had to rewrap a couple of times. But, you know, hey, the struggle is real, but so is God. So we have to just work through those things, and it was fine. We had the sweetest time. Um, Our son, Andrew, and his wife, Michaela, have Zella and Miles, and they moved to Pennsylvania in September. So we were uh, so... uh, thrilled to be able to go and spend Christmas with them. We went after Christmas and um, went to Pennsylvania and was there with Michaela's family and we enjoyed our uh, Christmas together and the birthdays of the two children. So it was just the sweetest time and had a good time here in Georgia. That's where I live. My daughter and her husband, Jared, live close by. Um, and we live in North Georgia mountains and they have, um, Abigail and Ava Lee. So God is so good to us and just, you know, having family and family support and love and, and just to be together. That's what Christmas is all about. Yeah, the presents are nice and uh, the food is yummy, delicious, but just being together um, with one another, it just, it just does something to your heart, especially as a grandmother and, you know, all that good stuff, that stage of life that Todd and I are in right now. It's just, there's some of the best days of our lives and 
Um, yeah, I used to watch Days of Our Lives. <laughs> I don't know if anybody remembers that, though. Anyway, I'm sorry. I did a squirrel moment. I have those. Um, so um, today is, uh, I'm recording this on January 10th, 2023. Goodness gracious. That just sounds unbelievable that we're in 2023. And actually, today is um, Todd and and mine, uh, our, I can't even talk right. Today is our wedding anniversary of 37 years. And uh, we got married January 10th, 1986 um, at 8 o'clock in the evening. It was Friday evening. We had a real pretty candle lit wedding and it was just the sweetest time and yeah we've been rocking this marriage thing for 37 years um and I mean rocking it it's been kind of there's been some rocky times and um just with anything you go through um you know you're going to have ups and downs and and um but through it all God's just been so very faithful and um we've been able to get stronger in things in our relationship and so today that's kind of what I want to talk to you about um our uh title is whatever you go through you grow through and um and I have found that to be so true so we're just going to talk about growing pains today um but before we get started with our message I want to pray over us and um just dedicate this next little bit to the Lord and um, just, you know, surrender myself, submit myself to the Holy Spirit for him to be able to talk through me. And I, I'm just an average girl just trying to, to encourage and help you. And um, I just want to make sure that we do first things first. So let's go to the Lord in prayer. Father God, I just thank you so much for this beautiful day. I thank you, Lord, that um, even when we go through hard times and tribulations, that we can be assured that we are not alone, that you are in the midst of everything we go through. And Lord, as we're going through it, we're learning, we're living different. We um, get to experience you in a deeper level, even in the pain and the hurt. You teach us so many valuable lessons. So today, Lord, as I sit here and just share from my heart the things that you have shown me, help me to articulate it well, Lord God. And Holy Spirit, I fully just surrender myself to you. Um, anything you want to say through me, I just make myself available and obedient to you right now. And I just thank you for everyone that's listening, Father God. You know exactly where they're at and what they're going through and what they're growing through. And so, Lord, we thank you for that. Help us to be able to look at our trials and tribulations, our, our burdens and things that we have to bear as blessings and not begrudge them because uh, it is through those things that we truly learn who you are and what you are truly about. And um, we just glorify you. We love you, Lord. We thank you, Jesus, and we bless you, Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, so again, what you go through, you grow through. And I, I just want to list a few little things that, um, you know, we have to go through. Um, 
you may be going through sickness, uh, your sickness or the sickness uh, of a parent, um, a child or a spouse. Um, chronic illness is, um, you know, it can be a very, very big weighted um, burden on us. Um, death, you may be grieving uh, loss of a loved one. Uh, you may be going through a divorce or have gone through a divorce. You may be dealing with a rebellious child, or you may have lost a job or enduring some financial crisis right now. You may um, have had a relationship come to an abrupt end, and um, that's really um, hard, you know, hurtful. You may have a church hurt. You may have endured some betrayal of someone that you trusted and depended on. Um, you may have had some betrayal. Um, also, rejection is um, something we sometimes go through. Um, so those are just a few that um, I came up with. And actually, all of those I have grown through. <laughs> I've gone through them and I've grown and I have grown through them. So uh, that was just a list, a little short list of things. Um, and, you know, through all of those things that um, the Lord allowed Todd and I or myself to, to go through, he was just so faithful. That's what I want to do today. I just want to, um, from my experiences, and um, from what I've walked through, I want to encourage you not to lose heart. Don't give up. Don't don't get weary. Um, even though I, I know our bodies physically and, and our minds mentally can get weary. Um, but we are spirit. You know, we are spirit living in a body. So um, I want to encourage you today with the word of God. And to let you know that your pain's not in vain and what you're enduring um, through right now, God will, he'll use it. But there is a secret here to um, doing this, uh, going through things. And that is walking it out um, with with the right attitude, I guess, for lack of better words, just not begrudging the fact that you have these things in your life or this trial, tribulation, burden, heartache. You know, if we can lift up our eyes and look up and see, you know, God is truly using this very thing to work something out of you, to help you know him better in a deeper level. I've said this several times. If you if you've done any kind of gardening um and you know anything about, you know, growing things, there is um think about a mountain. The higher you go up a mountain, there's there there's less and less vegetation. So in our life, it's not the mountaintop where we're going to grow. It is in those valleys. My uh, Papa Holland used to call his garden the bottoms. And he would say, I'm going to the bottoms. And we all knew that he was going to the garden. And the, the bottoms were the low point because all the water would run off and bring nutrients to, you know, the garden, to those things that he had planted. And 
that analogy works with us in a spiritual sense because when we are growing in our relationship with the Lord, it is truly on, um, it is in that valley, not on the mountaintop, that we are going to experience the greatest growth. It is in that valley where, you know, it may be dark and dismal. It may be just lone, a lonely place, but God is right there in our midst. And I know that to be so true. Um, I'm a reforming people pleaser, approval addiction, you know, thing. Um, I, I would um, run to people before I first before I'd run to God. And so as I've gone through things, I've learned that, you know, go to the word, go to God, get that settled. And then, you know, don't begrudge having to go through this because another thing I've learned is sometimes you you may be going through something, but it's not all about you. It can be about someone else or um, something in the future, someone in the future that God's going to bring to you to encourage and to share your testimony. So um, if we can get our, our eyes up on God and know that he, he uh, is not surprised by the things we're going through and we can look to him and say, uh, okay, if this cup cannot pass from me, not my will, but your will be done. If we can get to that place, God has great things in store. So I want to just share some scriptures with you because, you know, I don't, I don't have enticing words of man's wisdom, but I can come in the power and demonstration of the Holy Spirit, like the word says. And I know that my words cannot hold anything to the word of God. So um, I just want to share a few scriptures. And we all know the one from James. If not, it's James 1, 2, and 3. And it just says, consider it all joy. Now think about that word all. It's a little word, but consider it all joy, my brethren. And I'm going to insert sister in. When you encounter various trials, knowing the testing of your faith produces endurance. And that's what it truly is about in the Christian walk is just endurance. Enduring through whatever it is you're you're going through. Just endurance. Just knowing that God is good. He's faithful and he is going to walk you right on through. And you're going to get on the other side of, of the things that you're facing right now. 1 Peter 1 verse 6 through 9. Um, I'm probably going to stop a little short of that, but you can read the rest. It says, In this you greatly rejoice, even though now for a little while, if necessary, you have been distressed by various trials, so that the proof of your faith, now see there's purpose right there, proof of your faith, being more precious than gold, which is perishable, even though tested by fire, may be found to result in praise and glory and honor at the revelation of Jesus Christ. And though you have not seen him, you love him. And though you do not see him now, but believe in him, you greatly rejoice with joy inexpressible and full 
of glory. That verse right there says it all. That's exactly what I'm saying today, that there is a um, a work of the Lord through the trials, through the tribulations to, to prove our faith, meaning to test our faith, to show the purity of our faith and that it will be tested by fire. But there is a greater work in all things of testing. So remember that sweet, sweet children of God, that the present testing, the pressure you're under is not going to last forever. There is an end game here and lean into the heavenly father and, and know that he is working a greater purpose and it may not only have to do with you it it's just a greater purpose um and and when i think about that i get a little excited because i think even though it's bringing me pain there's purpose in it and my pain can help others heal and i'll talk more about that in a few minutes but um, I want to continue on James 1, 3, knowing the testing of your faith produces the endurance that you need. Um, Isaiah 48, 10, it says, behold, I have refined you, but not as silver. I have tested you in the furnace of affliction. Hmm, yeah. Not really a place we want to <laughs> dwell, <laughs> um, but there is such a place, a furnace of affliction. And um, just know when you're in that furnace of affliction, you're not alone. God's there with you. Um, and continue with James 1.12. Blessed is the man who perseveres under trial. For once he has been approved, he will receive the crown of life, which the Lord has promised to those who love him. Have you ever known um, someone that's been faithful in church? And then it's like some things start hitting their life and trials come and tribulation, heartaches, some bad things start happening. And then they just kind of fall away from God and they, they want to blame God and they want to... Um, they lose sight of the, the bigger picture. Um, it's kind of like that um, saying, why does bad things happen to good people? And I heard this rephrased, what do godly people do when bad things happen? That's the real question. What do we do? Um, you know, trials often are, are blessings in disguise. We just sometimes don't know that at, at, at the moment. Um and, and trials in the form of chastisement, that's just a mark of the Father's love, that He loves you. Um, trials sometimes are prolonged. Trials, tribulations are a part of an earthly experience. Trials are also a refining process to uh, show influence to others. Um, trials can be from God and um, true believers you know, do not faint under trials. Um, there is a cup of suffering that the saints have to drink of, and there is waters of affliction. 
So let's talk about how oftentimes their uh, trials are blessings in disguise. There's a verse in Job. Everybody knows the story of Job pretty much. If you don't go read it, um, refresh yourself about Job. Um, faithful, faithful man. And he was put through. Oh my goodness. I, I couldn't even begin to name everything, but lost his home, lost his family, lost his money and everything was gone like in one day. And, um, you know, then friends come along, good old friends come along and like, well, what have you done? You know, <laughs> blaming Job. And he had just been a faithful servant that the enemy wanted to test because he said he didn't think that Job would love God. Uh, the only reason he loved him was because he had been blessed, but he held he held faithful and he got doubled for his trouble. Um, so Job 34, 31, for as anyone says to God, I have borne chastisement, I will offend any I will not offend anymore. Um, I will not offend anymore. I want to touch on that. Um, I think when you go through things and you grow through them, it does birth empathy inside of you where you may have had some judgment of someone that has gone through something similar. And when you go through it, you realize, oh my goodness, you know, when you haven't walked in someone's shoes, you really just don't know. Um, so I think God allows us to go through things uh, to learn empathy for others. And uh, so we will not offend anymore. I know that's been the, the case for me in several of those I listed. Um, I know God put me through those things to birth empathy inside of me um, and a an experience to be able to share and um, point others to the cross and to Jesus. Psalms 119, uh, 67, before I was afflicted, I went astray, but now I keep your word. Um and that's so important when we're in that place that we just stay in the word, keep his word. Uh, when we have um, chastisement, you know, it's a mark of the father's love. Proverbs 3, 11 and 12. My son, do not reject the discipline of the Lord or loathe his reproof for whom the Lord loves. He reproves even as a father corrects the son in whom he delights. So, you know, if you feel like the Lord's correcting you, praise the Lord. I mean, that's that's a sign that he loves you. Um, don't begrudge it. Just lean into him and um, let him do that work within you. And uh, you won't be like the children of Israel running around for 40 years. You'll learn you'll learn it and you'll go through it and you'll learn what you need to learn and you'll move on. Um, but sometimes trials are prolonged. Psalm 6, verse 3, and my soul is greatly dismayed, but you, O Lord, how long? You know, David here was just asking, how long? How long would this, would this last? Um, but, you know, trials are a part of earthly experiences. John 16, 33 says, these things I have spoken to you so that in me you may have peace. In the world you have tribulations, but take courage. I have overcome the world. And we can too. We can be overcomers, like Revelation says, by the blood of the Lamb and the word of our testimonies. Not test of groanies, where you just want to groan and moan about everything. But 
just where you give glory to God and you say, even, even in this place, God is good and I praise him and this too shall pass. I'm going to work through it, go through it and get on the other side of it. You have to have that confession. And the word even tells us we can call those things that are not as though they are, meaning that, yeah, you may be in the midst of a health crisis, but you can speak to your body and you can command your body and say, you're going to line up with God's word and you need to speak those positive affirmations over you, declarations that, you know, what the word says and walk in the word, not in what you see, not by sight. But by faith, walk it out, talk it out, and believe it. Believe it, because God's got something good. He's got something good. So we don't want to faint under these trials. Second Corinthians 4, 1, Therefore, since we have this ministry, as we receive mercy, we do not lose heart. Uh, just do not lose heart. No, God is good. He's greater. He's bigger. And He is large and in charge. And He's going to take care of you. He is taking care of me, and I'm telling you, he will take care of you. Ephesians 3.13, Therefore I ask you not to lose heart at my tribulations on my on your behalf, for they are your glory. I call it your glory story. So today you're enduring, tomorrow you're going to be encouraging others through it, okay? So know that the things you're going through, you're growing through, it is for God's glory and for you to share in the glory of God, not just in the midst of it, but afterwards where you can tell your story and you can encourage others and you can build others faith because you've been through it. You've experienced it firsthand. Then why not you to go share it and build up others? Romans eight eighteen. for I consider that the sufferings of the present times are not worthy to be compared with the glory that is to be revealed to us. Isn't that a wonderful scripture? Matthew 26, 39. And he went a little beyond them and fell on his face and prayed, saying, My father, if it's possible, let this cup pass from me, yet not as I will, but as you will. And I just want to encourage you, if you will walk in that place with the Lord, that just totally, um, just totally puts you in a place of surrender, and trusting him and knowing that he abides with you. He loves you. He has got your best interest in his heart. Believe that. Receive that today. And know that you are getting stronger. He is strengthening your spiritual muscles as you are going through this present trial, this burden. And just speak blessings over your burdens. The Lord told me, he spoke and pressed upon my heart years ago when I felt like I was just bearing this heavy, heavy load of burdens. First of all, he taught me how to cast my cares and not carry them. And then he said, Stacy, in this world, you're going to have those burdens. You're going to have things. But if you will learn to bless them and speak blessings instead of begrudging them and whining and saying, why is this happening? Why did this happen? What am I going to do? How's this going to be taken care of? And, you know, just really begrudging my burdens and bearing under them. But if I will bless them and say, Lord, in all things, I give thanks. I love you. And, you know, I praise you because 
I'm fearfully and wonderfully made and my body aligns with your word. And if it's a financial thing, God, I know you're faithful. You're Jehovah Jireh, the provider. You can speak blessings over that and you can speak into existence those things. Call the things that are not as though they are and bless them. And you know what? That gets God's attention because it's the Bible says it's easy to love those that love you and they're good. But when it's something hard that it, God notices that he notices when you are truly pushing into him and trusting him, even when you don't understand. Um, years ago, this lady shared a song. I may not understand, but I will hold his hand. And I tell you what, that blesses me. That even when I don't understand, I can still hold on and still know that God is a, a God of his word and he's working it all for the good and his glory. So um, just in, in ingest this today um, and digest it. If you have any comments or if you want to get in touch with me, I would love to talk with you. Uh, you can go on my website, stacypilot.com, or you can reach out to lambsministry.com. Also, I'm on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram, Sister Stacy. And I just hope you have a blessed, wonderful day. And remember, you can always find joy in the junk. God bless you. Well, thank you for joining us today. I hope you've enjoyed God, Girlfriends, and Giggles. If you'd like to get in contact with me, Stacy Pelop, you can reach me at lambsministry.com. In the meantime, put a smile on your face and live under God's grace. <laughs>